There's no way I can cover all of the ontological and metaphysical questions that, may, that you may encounter in life when you have leisure time from work. Because of the effects of modern philosophy of language, modern metaf metaphysics has become pretty much just another language game as discussed in the prior podcast on the philosophy of language. In order to contemplate metaphysics and ontology in a modern sense, you must contemplate and understand the duality and the meaning of words and of the concept, whereof one cannot speak, thereof one must be silent. All metaphysical and ontological problems are problems in the philosophy of language. Here, in this episode, I intend only to provide you a foundation from which to contemplate and use the language games of metaphysics and to understand its pragmatic usefulness and its, and its existentialist implications. A foundation that in turn is built on a bedrock that is the philosophy of language. The foundation for contemplating metaphysics in terms of words whose meaning are their usefulness is best exemplified by contemplations of the meaning and associated being of proper names. The proper names that often come up in philosophy of language are names such as Napoleon, King of France, Pegasus, the Loch Ness Monster, Nixon, the Evening Star, the Morning Star. The problem with proper names is that they seem to refer or describe a real existing sense experience that is true in all possible worlds and in all languages in which that sense experience exists. And this seems to be independent of any usefulness of the words or of any attributes given these proper names. Thus, on the surface, proper names seem to defeat the duality concept of the pragmatic meaning of language discussed in the philosophy of language podcast, by which the meaning of words are their usefulness, usefulness, except for the few words having to do with I am, whose meaning are my existence. These latter words have the existentialist meaning of my existence, existence, expressed by words such as I exist, therefore I think, and so forth. Proper names seem to throw a wrench into this duality because proper names also seem to have an existentialist meaning. This problem with proper names has been a major issue in the last hundred years in the development of modern philosophy of language, but has been around in different forms since the time of the ancients and especially of Plato. It was known by the ancients as the problem of universals. Socrates, the bearer of a proper name, exists in a way in which the words human or humanity do not exist, or does he? As discussed in the earlier podcast, Plato and idealists to this day would argue that the idea of being human, humanity, or of a beautiful mathematical concept or number is not only just as real, but more real and powerful in many ways than any specific human. The formal universal words are eternal. The latter individual is mortal. Aristotle and his nominalist followers to this day argue that only, only the individual is real. The other words are just categories by which we place individuals or attributes given to individuals. The problem presented by proper names has been used by philosophers such as Saul Kripke, uh, K-I-R-P-K-E, to attack our pragmatic and existentialist theories of language in an attempt to sneak realism back into meaning. For example, in such statements as Napoleon is Emperor of France and Nixon was President of the United States, the proper names Nixon and Napoleon 
seem to refer directly or describe directly an existing sense experience in all that would be true and, and sound and valid in all possible worlds, in all languages in which the sense experience exists, even if uh, these individuals, Napoleon and Nixon, had died at birth, were never emperor or president, or do not exist at present, regardless of how we use the words or regardless of whether any attribute or category applied to the proper name. For example, even if Nixon was never president nor Napoleon emperor, these proper names would still uh, name or mean a specific individual who existed or who exists. The meaning of proper names such as Nixon or Napoleon are argued by real, realists to be just as existential as the word I of I am. Upon ephemeral examination, it seems that existence can be attributed to proper names that is independent of their usefulness. However, upon further, uh, deeper, and analytic examination, however, we can see this to be false and is just a confused understanding of how words work. Before clarity begins, however, you probably would get even more confused or should get more confused so you have an understanding as to what's going on. Uh, you should contemplate how the creation of this proper name category of works really unnecessarily confuses an already confusing situation. Do so by comparing this Napoleon-Nixon proper name sentences to proper name sentences such as the Loch Ness Monster is big, Pegasus has wings, the King of France is bald, and to proper names such as the Morning Star and the Evening Star. In the Loch Ness and Pegasus examples, the proper names refer to the same entity in all possible worlds and all possible languages in the same way as the Napoleon and Nixon examples. Yet, they still would have a very different meaning if, in fact, there was a monster in Loch Ness or a Pegasus flying around. Another example, saying the King of France is bald seems to apply to an existential reality except for the fact that there is no King of France now. So how is this King of France proper name referring to any existential entity? Furthermore, for millennia, the proper names Morning Star and Evening Star were used to refer to what was thought to be two completely different stars that everyone would argue would be the same in any possible world in which they exist. However, we now know through our pragmatic knowledge that these two stars are not separately existing stars, but actually one entity, the planet Venus. This type of metaphysical confusion caused by contemplating proper names derives from the same basis as most of the confusion caused by language games. Failing to understand and maintain the distinction between existentialist words whose meaning are my existence and words whose meaning are their usefulness. As discussed in the Philosophy of Language podcast, words dealing with my I am, I am, therefore I think, and I am, therefore I want more power are their own meaning consisting of my existence. But unfortunately, we can only contemplate or think about them in words whose meaning are their usefulness. Thus, there is always contradiction and, amb and ambiguity when thinking about existentialist reality that must and only can be overcome by other analytical tools such as empathy, analogy, fiction, creativity, or whatever is available. Whatever is available, that is, through the creative and imaginative use of logic and reason. 
the best way to contemplate this proper name metaphysical problem and the language used to contemplate it is by concentrating on the clearest and simplest of proper names. Whatever proper name is used to name the I of I am, therefore I think. Let's call me Joe. I am Joe and contemplate the meaning of this Joe.